When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. Streaming live on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you guys for joining the live streams over there. Uh, always encouraged to swing over to Ryback TV here on YouTube. Subscribe, turn on notifications. Guys, your questions, your super chats are brought up on the screen. Health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, pro wrestling, anything and everything in between uh, all of that. We're streaming also live on Twitch at Ryback Rules and Twitter at Ryback. The show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you've got a moment to swing over there and leave a review. And as always, this show, this podcast is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and among fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly on Feed Me More. Dot com. You could save 20% on your orders with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 over on FeedMeMore.com. we got a new intro video up also, kind of plugging the merch. I'm wearing one of the Ryback R logo shirts. You can't see it on YouTube. I'm sitting, but over on the live streams, you guys can see how freaking jacked I am right now. And uh, i got to go do a big, big back workout and conditioning and some sauna right after this. So. Uh, may swing over and check out some new gyms and uh, just to mix it up for the summer. Bounce around a little bit, change the scenery, see what's going on in some of the other local area gyms outside when I train at home. And uh, and by that, I mean just what different hot chicks are at those gyms. <laughs> I'm kidding, Parsha, but it is always nice to get new scenery wherever you're going to work out. It's just a thing for us, us men just – Kicks the testosterone up a notch or two. It's I train at home a lot, so it's good to get out a few times a week, couple times a week, and and just to be to be to be seen in the in the gyms that people know, like, hey, still got it. The uh, <laughs> but um, other than that, yeah, check out the new Ryback merch, guys. We're waiting on the new website. Hopefully, uh, waiting to hear back uh, so I can go over everything and, and get all that up and running and. Uh, We've got a lot of the merch up there as well right now, though. You can choose your colors and designs, tank tops, long shirts, T-shirts, uh, shorts, pants, accessories, all sorts of things over there. So check that out over on feedmemore.com. Good to see all of you guys. Let's see. What do we got going on in the questions today? Steve-O, baby, got blood work and everything's looking good. That's that's great to hear, as always. Very important to get blood work done. Uh 
I think, a couple times a year. Once, at least once. But usually, I think if you can go every six months, that, that's very, very beneficial. And sometimes, even if you go twice a year, but you're getting different things, you get some things tested twice, but maybe if it, each test is a little different because it's always valuable to get as many things tested as possible. But you oftentimes don't want to do it all at once because they take so much blood from you if you – I've done that where you, you're in there just like – ridiculous amounts of tubes being filled and i'm like yeah it's probably not a good idea to go work out right after this right she goes yeah probably not and i'm like well okay looks like we're gonna take the day off so i learned to split those up so you're not taking as much the best part of waking up is right back in your cup very common of the day so far i live in the united states yes if you did not know that It's easy to be a salesman when you believe in what you are selling. Uh, all of life is selling, by the way. This is something, good way to start off the show. I don't know if a lot of you guys are aware of this. It's it. Life is all about sold or be sold, right? Everything we are doing in life is selling. Everything you watch from your favorite sports and entertainment is simply a business of selling. That is all that it is, all of it. From the moment we are born all the way up, everything is selling. And it is in the in the the key is learning to sell what you love and what you're passionate about and what you believe in, you know, but everything you do, every person you talk, you have a conversation with somebody that you've never met before. You are selling your personality to them. You are selling what kind of human being you are to them. And that person, whether they know it or not, is determining and deciding if they want to ever have a conversation with you again, because you're selling and either you sell them or you don't. When they walk away, they go, hey. I really enjoyed that guy's energy. I enjoyed talking to him. I'll talk to that guy again. Or it's, I never want to have a conversation with that guy again because you're a horrible salesman of what you're doing. In that moment, and I'm telling you, it involves every aspect of life can be applied to selling. And once you figure that out, you have figured out a big part of life, my friend. Uh... Uh, why am I bald? I choose to shoot, shave my head every other day. I just shaved it again today. And uh, I, I just think, you know, I can grow a full head of hair. And I don't know if uh, I started, um, and I've always had the widow's peak since I was about 25. And not, it's actually not horrible, but uh, which I don't know. I haven't grown my hair out in, in some time, <laughs> like a long time. I, I love this look. I think this is the look that that fits me best with my voice. Uh, and just personality and the way that I look, but, um, and it's who, it's who I'm known for, you know, is Ryback. So, but, uh, I always say like, if I was older and I thought like, you know, it would it, it maybe change it up, like grow the hair out. Maybe that will be a thing. I don't know. Uh, right now though, I, I love, I love shaving my head every other day. And, uh, it's just, it's very simple. I don't miss having to go get haircuts. I don't miss. Where I do, I learned how to do, like, trim and do my beard and keep everything on the up and up and groom myself where it's a very simple process. I feel sorry for people that have to spend so much time trying to get their hair. And like, like I don't know how women like, you know, I can get dressed and whether I throw on a custom suit or I'm putting on my Feed Me More Nutrition workout clothes, which, you know, like it is my life is I keep everything as simple and as efficient as possible. I do not worry about what is someone going to think about what I am wearing. I don't. I just know dress for the occasion of what I am doing, and that and, and keep it as simple as possible. And that's it. 
And that's it. I used to wet when I used to have to wear suits to WWE, I would go get in my workout clothes as soon as possible. Why? Because I was comfortable. My feet weren't hurting. I didn't give a, a damn about trying to impress anybody because I already showed up in the suit. What do I need to go walk around for three or four or five hours in the suit? Oh, I could justify spending all this money on this suit. No, I'm going to go get in my workout clothes and be comfortable and start feeding my body and getting ready to go out there and, and kick butt and be the big guy. Because I know what I mean is if I'm comfortable, I'm happy. And if I'm happy, my mindset's in the right place and the ebb and the flow of where I go is, 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 is always on the grow. <laughs> uh, I got to come up with a better word than that. Ebb and flow of where I go is always something we show. It's always faux show. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and super chat here. And I apologize. Someone had mentioned me, Justin Hall, a, a frequent listener of the Ryback Show, had mentioned on Twitter and uh, that he was not able to do Super Chats last time. And uh, it, it, that's a little bit of a concern with things that are going on, on with different social media things. So if you guys do have trouble complications sending in Super Chats, uh, I do uh, ask one, please, if I could be, see it. And also if you can notify YouTube, um, because that is... That is not, should not be happening. Uh, st uh, statical gaming. Thank you for the super chat. Hey, big guy. I was just wondering on your thoughts and being involved on the Nexus and why you guys got removed from the Nexus so soon after debuting. Uh, I love being a part of the Nexus. I was never removed from the group outside of, I injured my ankle and I was, I was done wrestling for a year and a half and I came back as Ryback Nexus was already gone by that point. So, right. And I don't think I would have gone back into it to begin with, because I think it was the plan was, and I looked at it as an opportunity to get rid of the skip Sheffield name that I did not want. And uh, that was not a main event name, not to say that you couldn't have just left it Sheffield. And, you know, I, I we would have made that work regardless, but I wanted to be Ryback, the name that I created and, I was I was very adamant about that in my time away that I needed to come back as Ryback, uh, even though they, and that was not an easy sell. It was not an easy sell because it was like, well, who is Ryback? And it was and then it was essentially let me go show you who Ryback is. I think that's because we could talk about this stuff all day long. I'll just go show you who Ryback is. And then and it was they would well, do vignettes and I don't want any vignettes. I don't want any hype. Just put me on TV and I'll go show you who Ryback is. And that was it. And that was it. And, and that was, and I had my stuff in my back pocket that I wanted to, to incorporate into the character over time. And we were able to do that. Right. And, uh, but the Nexus, I was the, a lot of guys, you know, I think we all saw once Darren Young was removed from the group, I'm going to go ahead and pull this off the thing. Once Darren Young was taken out of the Nexus, I think we've really realized like, man, this is just, this is such a business because we were really close, all of us, as far as we were riding together. We all came from FCW together and we'd been spent a couple of years, a year and a half, a couple of years around each other. You know, we went from having to be forced to compete against each other to having to rely on one another to go out there to go get over. And man, I don't think it could have, we really, really, and we, because we all got along before this, anyways, and we all, never wanted to really compete against each other in the sense of like, it, it just was what that turned into a little game show, whatever it was. Right. So, but once Darren was removed, I got injured a few days later in Hawaii on the live event 
And uh, it, it, I'll tell you, it was tough to watch on TV. And I did just seeing everything. I felt really, really guilty because I felt like I was such a big part of that group in the sense of like with me and Wade, the being the enforcer and like the muscle and, and really, and they had some plans in me and Otunga. And I, I think they were going to put the tag titles on me and Otunga against the Hart dynasty. And that could have all changed, but that was from what we were told. We were going to start getting like our pushes in, inside within the group. And, um, you know, obviously everything came off the rails and the SummerSlam uh, match was, I thought, it, I thought it was a fantastic match, but I think everybody knows that the, the wrong, the, that, that Cena did not need to win that. And the finish got changed and Jericho and Edge have talked about that. And you, I, I just think that so many things were coming off the rails so quickly, but you know, in their eyes, and I, I look at this, you know, and it is the nature of the business. You go and Vince, I remember Vince, and this is one of the things where I'll, where I'll always be give. I tell my truth on what happened with me, and I'm very, I feel I've done a great job at that, right? But I always, when things can go either way, I always will look at that fairly, and I go, yeah, probably, right? But you look at it as far as like like Cena winning, and and but at the same time. We were so brand new, and, and if you know, we could have went in there and tried to, to politic and say, no, we need this, but we would have been looked at as being difficult to work with right away. Would have, that would have had negatives that came with it, and we were well aware of that, of those things. And at the same time, you look at it, you, you've taken seven guys who essentially were, were just in developmental, not making any money, not making the company any money, and yeah, we got assigned these physical actor roles and we nailed it right away, right? But like we got a, we got a major opportunity to go work in the main event at the beginning of our careers, which almost nobody ever, I mean, talking in the history of the business is extremely rare, right? So you, I can understand from, from a business standpoint, even though it's not, you can, I don't agree with it, but I can understand at least to some degree where you go, well, we're giving these seven guys, we're giving them the rub of putting them in the main event, like, we're going to put them over on our top guy the first night. I just would. I, I just think though. Well, then why do that to begin with? Why not wait and build up to that to eventually put over that guy? Right. I just thought it was a little too soon to start with that. And but oftentimes they'll book themselves into things. But also the group might not have had that impact that it had had we not attacked the number one guy in the company. Right. And I think that's a fair argument to make as well. And that we were given an opportunity. Uh, from being essentially nobodies. And we were not, and, and Vince has said this. I remember this when we used to have to do the promo class with Vince and everybody, and he had us all get up. And he said in front of everybody, and I remember, and I, I, I agreed with him completely. He goes, individually, you guys are not worth anything to me. Um, he goes, but collectively, you guys are worth a lot to me. And I understood that. And it, 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 he wasn't right. It's like the Shield. The Shield individually, when they first started, were worthless. And that's not saying they're worthless, but in the sense of, the, the, the equity built into each individual character. They were a unit to begin with. The Nexus was a unit to begin with, right? And that's where together we were main eventers and we outnumbered guys. So we were main eventers, right? Because we were new, but, and then it takes time to build up your individual equity in stock as a group in time. And that's why many times in groups, not everyone becomes a star, right? It's very difficult. And if you look, I think it's a testament to the Nexus you look at the amount of guys that we had that ended up, you know, doing some pretty significant things. I, I think it's pretty cool in, in, in that. And in, in the, it's just, uh, yeah, but it was tough to watch, man, being away from it. And, uh, but I was, 
I was glad to come back as Ryback, and it was it was a new start with everything. <sighs> Let's see. Get on to see if I missed another super chat. Tyler says, hey, big guy, wishing you all the best in your legal issues with WWE. Their television and product is garbage, and you've been and has been for the last 10 years. Wishing you well, man. Uh, thank you very much. We have uh, proceeded, and uh, we are submitting our trial evidence by June 9th. I just actually was communicating with my attorney this morning as we, had to, we have to uh, get everything together on the trial portion of my statement um, to the USPTO. Uh, and WWE, they have the settlement in their court, and it is going to be up to them that if they choose to reach out to settle, that they have the settlement that they initially reached out with, and we had to add revisions into it uh, and make adjustments, and then and they've stalled for five months, so over five months now. So I decided to, I go, because they kept asking for extensions, by the way. they Their attorneys kept reaching out asking, hey, can you extend another month? Can you extend another month? Can you extend another month? Making it seem like they were going to come back with a proposal and they didn't with that. And so, and I don't know why they want to waste. It's all games. And this is all that it is. It's, it's, it would have been, the trial would have been over already. And I would have won the trademark had I not even entertained it, but I'm all for getting everything settled. I do want this over with, but I'm not going to, I am not, I am not giving an inch on any of this with everything that's gone on specifically with my social media and the, and the negative lies and the amount of money that I had to sacrifice for their lies and their lies up front with everything. So I'm, I'm just proceeding. And if they decide to come in with the settlement and they, they know exactly what they need to do with that. And then, then we'll go, okay, we could settle this and we can let this be over with. And if not, it, it's going to, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to win. And I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to talk about a lot more over the course of time. And they, I'm telling you, they do not want me talking about the things and I have held out purposely on some of the big, big things with this in until this point has come with that. And it, it is what it is. I have no fear with them whatsoever. I don't care about the amount of money they have. I don't care about any of that. The truth is going to win. And that is they have done. They, and here's what, no matter what I say, Vince and them know everything they've done to me. And it is, they, 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 they should expect the worst because they know everything they have done to me. And it is, it's not me being a victim. It's not me being cryback. Anything of that, it is me just coming full blown at this multi billion dollar company who I've won everything from and not backing down because they have, they have mistreated not only me so badly from the very beginning, so many other wrestlers and so many other ones that are so scared to talk and speak up. And I'm just sick and tired of it. And I was sick and tired of it all there. And from the very beginning, once I saw what it was, and so we're going to expose them. I've, we've got, I've got so much stuff on them that we've been able to present to the USPTO factually. And while they're getting caught lying, this has been like, I'm just like, you guys are just so ignorant on so many things. It's like your lies. You can't, their attorneys can't keep up with their lies because they weren't there for a lot of the lies, but they, we have the evidence and the facts on them. So it's like, can you make it any easier on us, please? So, which is why they reached out to settle. They actually, and they made a mistake setting out. I'm not going to even say that that part of it yet. Because it involves another wrestler who I like, and I don't want to get him involved. But it, it's just, I can't wait for it to be over. <clears throat> yep, 
Yeah, Mick Foley speaks a lot of truth. I like Mick Foley. Mick Foley will stand up for things with that. But it, it's, um, yeah, I don't know what, uh, there, there's, it's just, there's so much more than what people will say. Whereas I, because so many things have affected me personally, and a lot of this is them latching on like after I left, where they've left me no choice. Like I told you guys, if you, if you, you know, it's like if you if you let an anaconda just wrap itself around you and you don't fight back, what's going to happen, right? And so that's why I've had to to fight and fight and fight and fight. And that's that's the best comparison I feel like I can give on it. I love Wyndham. I love Bray Wyatt. He's one of the, he's such a good man, great guy, funny, super creative and talented. And uh, I, I hope I hope him and Bo Dallas are back involved in wrestling very soon. It makes me happy, like Kurt Henning, Kurt, um, Joe Henning, uh, Curtis Axel is back uh, working, and I've talked to him. I haven't talked to him in, in a couple months, but I talked to him before he went back to WWE, and he was telling me that they were gonna they'd offered him a producer role. And uh, I know he still wants to wrestle, but I think he looks at it too as an opportunity to to be back. And um, he is, he's very good. I think he will thrive in that role, but I would like to see him get a, a shot. I would like to see him just be Joe Henning and have a run as Joe Henning. I think he needs that individually. Um, I think it'd be really good for him. And he's still young enough. I mean, he's 40, I think he's 43, if I'm not mistaken, 42 or 43. He's going to get mad if I said he's older, <laughs> but he's, uh, he, he's in great shape and he looks young still. He's not like all grizzled and beat up. So he takes care of himself well. And he's a hell of an athlete. So Yes, Muhammad, thank you, says you got a lot of supporters, bro, but they limit your social media so it's not seen. Yeah, and I, and I know this, and that's why I talk about it. It's why I don't stop. I'd rather be seen by a few than none. But I'm seen, but overall, collectively, I'm seeing a lot. If you look at my TikToks and things, like I said, we're about to hit 2.9 million either tonight or tomorrow with that and the, um, or by the weekend, I should say, just in case it goes slow up to that. And I'm going to be 3 million right around the corner with that there's no wrestler on tv with that with that amount even close to me so and even that even my tiktok there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on like they were hiding my comments promoting my brand for months uh they would hide feedmemore.com they would hide feed me more nutrition they wouldn't they wouldn't show my nutrition comments on other pages on my pages and it took them three or four months to finally get back to me um and they finally did and they got it fixed supposedly uh but why would you be doing that to begin with and I, I don't want to have to say what I had to tell them to get it fixed. Uh, I had meeting a meeting with attorneys yesterday over my social media stuff, though. So you can imagine what I said. And it was like, I've just, I, and I've got to, I got to collect this evidence, if you will, as I go along, which I've done from the beginning. So it's, uh, it's frustrating. I don't think you can, you can understand because if you don't have a business, you don't have a brand. I would like to just present to people, take away my business and all that and how that can affect me long term, right, with everything that's gone on. But perception wise, it's being done to try to 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 make somebody look insignificant and irrelevant who's not, who's actually extremely relevant still and has proven so. 
and has grown his social media channels despite all of this going on. So that's why I say, like, the truth is going to win. And I know the supporters I have. I know when I go out in public and people see me and how they react. And that's why I just go, I go, this is so weird. And then, like, the Twitter, and I've lost 300,000 since 2016. And then I got, a, we, I got, I know the next step what we're going to do with Twitter. And we are waiting to see if the Elon Musk deal does fix it. But I've got to send a letter in through their arbitration from my attorney to try to get this fixed. And I'm just going one channel at a time, you know. And it, it is, uh, you know, Instagram and Meta. Meta is hiding anything. I just did a podcast with my friend Oodles, the Oodles Show. So if you guys are listening to this, go to uh, Oodles Wallace, Ood the Oodles Show here on YouTube. Uh, and please give a click on my video and watch it. Help get her numbers up. She's going through some social media stuff, too, uh, which is how I've learned about. She's the one that got me in contact with all the right people. She's out over in, in Hollywood and, and very in touch and in tune uh, with a lot of this stuff going on. So it's uh, it, it's just so it, it could be frustrating at the end of the day with some of it. and But I know the truth, and I just got to keep fighting on. And like I said, everything, I've got my health back. And as frustrating and as annoying it is, it, it, this has set me up for the rest of my life and career uh, and overcoming this and giving me a chance to prove my mindset, that hungry mindset, and, and to not give up, and to not give up. Uh, I didn't get 20 million views on that ASMR video. That was only 2.6 uh, million, if I'm not mistaken. No, I did not retire from wrestling. I've not retired at all. I've not announced it. I've simply been transparent and honest about my injuries uh, of needing a five-disc fusion and right shoulder replacement, in which I don't anymore. And just got to keep working on the shoulder. The back is 100%, but I'm I'm very, very close. I'm very close, actually. And it, once this legal stuff is over, I will say I'm ready. Um. Let's see, what else do we got going on? Yes, the Ryback trademark is the final piece. I already own the big guy. I already own Feed Me More. I already own Hungry. It's going to be, that is the final piece. But even that, it doesn't even really, I'm, I am Ryback Reeves. They will never be able to stop me from wrestling as Ryback. But like merchandising wise, I always use the R logo to begin with, which you see guys on so, the social channels. If you go, I'm wearing the R logo white shirt right now for the YouTube people and Twitch and, and uh, Twitter. <clears throat> With that, um, so they'll, they they really can't stop anything outside of that. I want to take everything from them, and, and they're going to have to square up some things like past rights. And there's 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 quite a few reasons why I want this, and I created it, and it, which and like I and they the USPTO is fully aware of everything. And everything, the lies and, and the things they've done. And we've provided evidence on it, uh, on to get signing contracts and, and lying about it. And there's it's, it, a lot of the details that you guys aren't aware of and stuff. So the USPTO is, which is why they've, we are winning. Yeah, in the good news, Johnny Depp won the Amber Heard trial. And uh, which I know there's like debating things from, I've seen from attorneys on TikTok. On how much he's actually supposedly he won fifteen million, and it was like ten million in one thing and five in another for whatever this was in Virginia. 
that he's got to pay attorney fees. And so, but I don't think he's too concerned with the actual financial amount. I think it's, he's got his career back probably. Right. And which is worth far more with that. And, 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 and made his name whole again, as far as it really, I feel like has, has revived him. And I think, I think men and women alike have all sided with him in this. And, uh, and I'm not aware of all the details of things and of what's gone on with it, but it seems like he seems pretty, pretty happy. So, you know, I think the lesson to be learned in that is just, you got to be very careful who we let into our lives. And, you know, and another thing is too, despite how, how much money we make or everybody at the end of the day is human, you know, and people that have a lot of money like them, you know, that woman's in there crapping in his bed, you know, that, that's pretty crazy stuff. Right. Like, so it doesn't oftentimes people think just because you have money and, and money is oxygen. So having money is not the, the, the problem, but it, you, people that have money doesn't mean they're, that they, they don't have problems and they have problems like everybody else and, and whatnot. And oftentimes they can, they can have more problems and whatnot, but that's not, in, sometimes people go, Oh, that's why I don't want to be rich. It's like, no, let's take it easy, Jeffrey. Like, I don't think you understand the, the, the money's not the issue. It's, Money allows you to be your true self with that and to express yourself. And, and also, the more money you make and the more experiences you have in life, it takes more to sometimes get stimulation and to do things where, like, you have more options. So you do other things. And, and oftentimes, too, and, and you make decisions depending on how you get that money, how much sacrifices you make. And, and maybe you, you can become dependent or, you know, on alcohol and drugs. And a lot of these people, you got to look at, a lot of, look at movie stars in general. You go to a movie or you do a string of movies, you can have a lot of time off in between all of that or, or, or until your next role. You have a lot of free time. And I can attest to this for my injuries, even though I had my business, where I've had, you have more free time in between everything. So you have to make sure you're pretty focused and locked in uh, and got your head on straight or it's really, really easy. And I tell you guys this all the time. I could literally sit around and day drink every day if I want. I could do everything I'm doing and be drunk and do drugs and do everything. I it would not be productive to where I want to go. And it's not who I am with that. You know, and that's why I limit, I do red wine once a week as my treat for working hard and to have a little bit of balance while I'm overcoming all of this. But and it's a lot of people, it's really easy to go down that rabbit hole of, of you know, when you've got free time and you're like, well, why, why can't we go, go sit at the bar all day? And man, that was a lot of fun yesterday. Let's go do it again today. And, Right. Because you don't have anywhere to be. You have all the money in the world. So it's easier to get bad habits and, and addictions. And which is why you often see that with people that have significant amounts of money and time on their hands. Super chat. Thank you. Yo, Dowdy. Yo, Dowdy 84. Hope all is well. Big guy doing fantastic over here. and Hope you are as well, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, have I been in a toxic relationship like that before? Uh, I, no, not like that. No, not even. I did date a Latina for three years off and on. And so that's that's something. A lot of endless like arguing over nothing. And then the argument would be over. And not even like arguing, just discussions. And then it was, everything was done after hours of talking. And then it would start right back up into another vicious cycle. Because, and I just realized, I go, this is not beneficial for me in any way, shape, or form. Smoking hot, beautiful, though. 
that 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 bought her three years. And then I go, this I will never make that mistake again. And also her dog. And I love I, Sonny, the dog is is absolutely which got me in love with with Frenchies. She did use her dog against me multiple times. And so that was another another thing. But I and then that's how I ended up getting Sophie and Little Guy. So a lot of positives came from and it was it was all good. And I, I think good person, just she's Latina and it's she's crazy and she'll tell you that herself. J Dogs Toy Show says Ryback. Who do you think is your Mount Rushmore of greatest Ryback opponents? I'm not really into the Mount Rushmore stuff of all. I don't really like. I don't. I don't know what. To, I enjoyed so many different programs and, and different things. So I don't know. I'm trying to think because if you're going to do that, you, who would I? You just put like the biggest matches, right? But I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I, I, I don't really, I, I'm, the whole Mount Rushmore thing to me is just, I don't care. There's so many greats. Like, I think it just limits. I don't, I don't think it exists. I think there's, everyone has contributed to wrestling in different ways that to try to limit it to like, to, to a handful of people. Like, no. And I know you're not asking like for my list of like wrestling, just for my opponents, but. That's to me. It's I, I pretty much enjoyed wrestling everybody I've wrestled. I can find positives in any of them for the most part. <laughs> Somebody with that comment below. You're one hundred percent spot on. That person would never be on any list on that. Uh, Randy says, uh, "Did you see?" CM Punk botching his moves feels like karma for crapping you. Uh, believe it or not, I actually have seen that popping up on my TikTok repeatedly. And, and not only, and I'm not going to. His karma's not over with yet. And I'm telling you guys this, and I'm the only, it is, and I, and I, and I wish him the best. But he has done nothing but tell lies about me, and he, he knows it himself. I'm just not one of those guys that let his, his BS and his his fake ways don't work on me. They never did with that, right? And you are seeing now, I will say he is truly a threat to his opponents because he is not physically capable to do the things he's trying to do from what I have already seen. And that's that. And that is he has done things that are just so far more dangerous than I have ever done that I've seen. And I just go, of course, let it play out. And I'm happy. I want him. I hope he does great. I love, I love AEW, but man, I can't sit back and sit there and like the guy that has just done nothing but tell lies, you know, good luck. Good luck. You guys all, I just want to tell you like so many people have bought in. It's like, the truth always wins at the end of the day. And it is in like the guy got himself back and got himself the, the title for the company. And we're going to see how that plays out. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Right. But I, I have seen those videos. Yes. And there's no, there's no arguing or debating. And I'll say that. So a lot of you guys, 
things happen in wrestling, people mess up, right? Accidents happen out there with that. They happen all the time to pretty much everybody at some point in time where it's not, but like the moment though, you really, and this is why I always took offense because the whole dangerous stuff with me was not a thing. And I'll tell you, and I've said this in my defense, why would the company continue to put me with top guys from beginning to end? They wouldn't. You would have seen me taken off TV and demoted. You, it would have been a thing in that moment in time. And it never was until after. And when he came out and said this stuff because he has personal issues, because I always would, would confront him over his BS. And he never liked it because he could not physically do anything about it. And I don't think anyone's going to argue with me on that point after we've seen everything. Right. And I have no reason to lie. No reason to lie. So it is. Uh, and that power bomb he did with that guy with the gun club into Billy, like Jesus. Jesus, no business doing that kind of stuff. It's just, but accidents happen out there and things, people slip and, and on things. And, and I always, but like, I just look like for the things it, it, he had said, I find it very, it just, it's how ironic, how, how, like I said, the truth always wins. So we'll see how, if he tightens up his in-ring work, because it, it's pretty sloppy right now. Hello, hello. Let's see, getting into some more questions. Wolfman says, Ryback seems to be the only wrestler who's totally honest and transparent with his fans, respectable. Thank you, buddy. I always just try to be, I, I work for myself and I'm not really, I always, I take a positive approach for the majority of, of everything that I will talk about. But like when I'm again the punk stuff, I'm going to answer honestly based off of the things and the truth and the interactions I know and the lies that I know that he has told. And it, I would not be a man if I sat back and, and and did it any other way. And I wouldn't expect you guys to respect me if I handled that in any other way. Mitchell, a hey, uh, hey uh, super chat, Mitchell Shatanis. I remember that name. Yes. Hey Ryback, remember me? It's been a while. LOL. Good to see you, my man. I do remember you because of your last name. How could I forget you? I hope you're doing great, and it's good to see you back here on the Ryback Show. We have a new intro for the Ryback Show, too. I'm happy with uh, my editor does a great job with all that. Uh, let's see. I missed some super chats here. Hold on. Uh, what were what do you think about MJF promo this past Wednesday? I caught a good portion of it. I missed the very beginning of it on that. But I, and I've talked to you guys about this on here, um, where I've I've talked about what I believe wrestling needs to do, and I've been saying this for years: is blur the lines and manipulate the dirt sheets. And uh, in get people invested in things that they believe can be real as much as possible, or at least uh, debating if it's real or not. And it obviously, I'm not gonna 
anything that is happening on a on a physical acting TV show, you guys is is within usually they are fully aware of what they are doing, and it is being done very well. And um, the uh, the only thing I think they made a mistake on was sending Punk out. And this is I'm just going to be honest. This is again uh, because CM Punk is not confronting anybody. I'm just telling you guys this. So I think that by sending him out to try to like confront him, I thought exposed the angle a little bit because, and that's maybe not to the the punk fans, but to the people that know, I'm like, okay, he would not be doing that. Especially after the way things have gone, he would not chance taking that chance in public with somebody, even if he thinks he could, you know, he wouldn't. So that was the only little, little, little nitpicking thing on it. And uh, whether some people might not like it, but that's the truth with it. But other than that, I thought it was great because MJF is speaking passionately um, and whatnot. So I think it, it, it from a, a TV standpoint, it'll be interesting to see what direction they take this, uh, what direction they go. I still think they need to t- turn. I think Punk needs to turn heel. I think he, he, especially with how he's wrestling right now, I think he needs to turn heel. I do not. I think his his length, his run as a babyface is really. They need to do something, and, and I think they have an opportunity to do to do some really. If they went MJF, Punk, I think they have a really valuable opportunity to turn MJF into a, a pr- pretty big babyface, and and to turn Punk into a, a even bigger heel if it's, if it's done correctly. And there's ways to do it. Um, and, and I think they could do a double turn with a program with them in which they may be doing, uh, that would, if I'm in those creative meetings, I'm probably, that's my offering that insight. Uh, let's see. I've not watched a lot of the dark side of the rings, dark side of the ring. What's next for Amber Heard? Maybe a WWE career? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe her and uh, Kamala Harris can go on a Shits and Giggles tour. Do like a dual comedy set. I don't know. Could I break a baseball bat over my leg? Um, I don't know. I played baseball my whole career. Bo Jackson, the infamous where he broke it over his head. I remember the bat was cracked. I think, yeah, if I think if I was like in the moment and angry enough, you know, I, I definitely think so. Especially, I'm, I mean, I'm extremely strong, but it, it's, it's, a, I haven't, I have never, I don't believe, uh, or if I did, I, I don't want to say I've never, I've never done it with like an official major league baseball bat. I think when I was younger and we used some like cheaper wooden bats, we were able to do it. But like, I remember me and my friend would go to the high school and, and play, but like nothing, I don't, I wouldn't, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. With like in a real, real major league, you know, maple wood bat. I don't know. I would think so. I would like to believe I could, but I, I have never done that. <clears throat> she would be definitely be a good heel. Oh, she definitely would be a good heel. <clears throat> Me and Amber Heard show up together. <laughs> Uh, how do you get your forearms vascular? I've always had really good forearm vascularity, but I've always done hand grips 
And I'll tell you what has really helped here lately is doing my hangs for my shoulder. I hang on a pull-up bar with my these hook grips, which you're still using your grip strength, but it helps ease it up uh, for 15 minutes a day. And you just like, I do sets. You go for a minute, take a minute break, go for 30 seconds, take 30 second break all the way up to 15 minutes. And uh, it's helped my shoulder uh, immensely uh, with that. And I'm pushing more weight again. And my shoulder is, I'm not getting, even if I get a little bit of grinding with the heavier weight, I'm not getting the fatigue and the weakness in my arm and the pain that I was getting because that joint is opening up somehow from all these this hanging, which is what it said it would do. And the longer you do it, the better it gets. So, and I got back today, like I'm able to do regular pull-ups again for the first time. Like I, I used, I couldn't do pull-ups for years. It was so painful and it was so my, the muscle wasn't working. And I like, so it is, I'm in a very good place. It, it's, it's taken constant work every week. And it's like, I just keep chipping away and I keep chipping away. And I'm like, I'm just consistent with my routine and adding to it and adjusting to it. And it's, uh, but the vascularity on that comes from that weight training diet and vascularity too is genetic to a degree. You know, I have superb uh, forearm vascularity and I've never had, even though I do have the bicep vein in my biceps, that has never been as pronounced because my skin on my bicep is thicker then for whatever reason, or that vein isn't, is, uh, isn't, it is, is, is it, it's deeper into my arm. And you see that some people have like these huge bicep veins and then other people don't have forearm veins. I've got huge forearm veins and even the, the huge vein that runs up and is that should run into my bicep vein and it, it, it becomes less uh, visible and, and a lot because of the skin and, and where and how it runs through the body, which is genetic on that. So, uh, 609 fishing. Thank you for the super chat. Hey, Ryback, I'm a big fan. I remember the days you faced the shield three on one, a lot of good times with them. A lot of good times. That was a lot of, uh, that was a lot of fun wrestling those guys early on in their career. And I'm very happy for all of their success. I, I, I truly genuinely like all three of those guys. Hello, hello. Uh, I get along with Bray. I have not talked to him in some time outside of, I think the last time I talked to Bray Wyatt was I was in Honey Baked Hams during Thanksgiving one year. I think it was like two years ago now, and I just sent him a text, and we would text back and forth a few times. And I don't even remember what it was for. I just remember I was in a long line at Honey Baked Hams. <laughs> uh Let's see. Hello, hello. For the people that will try to say, like, the views on, and again, I, I completely agree that, like, with notifications and having over 400,000 subscribers, that if there's 115 people in the live, watching live right now on Ryback TV, that's not 115 people that are only watching this this video. The video you get seen by thousands of people, thousands of people on a plot on listening on the podcast platforms. I get anywhere, I've told you guys, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90,000 
uh, viewers on TikTok alone, which I'm being seen much more on that platform, right? I'll get thousands of views on Instagram, get thousands of views on Twitter. We'll get, and I don't know Twitch. Uh, Twitch is pretty horrible over there. I don't, I don't even keep up. I don't keep up at all anything with Twitch. But like, if you add up all the numbers, I'm seeing pretty significantly still with everything. Granted, not nowhere near YouTube. Uh, from everything I understand, YouTube, you should be getting around 14% average on your views for your videos based off of your subscribers with that. So, you know, 10% would be, would be 40,000 views per video. I'm not getting even nowhere near that. Right. So I think it's safe to say you just go why and it's the same formula that's happening on every podcast platform, all these followers, but such little impressions. And when you get little impressions, the notifications don't go out to the people that have them on with that, then people don't know you're doing videos, right? And that is what has happened. And, and that is what they've done, and which is what I'm fighting. And we are going to get one platform at a time. We are going to get fixed. James Anfolis, Anfolis, thank you for the super chat. Hey, Ryback, I have a question about traveling on the road. Did you drive or fly to the venues? And when you did, who was your traveling buddies? So, yeah, you would fly from, I would come into, fly out of Vegas. I'm going to go ahead and pull this off, buddy. Just so, so the typical routine would be I'd fly out of Vegas. Uh, say we're wrestling five nights a week for WWE. I'd fly from Las Vegas on a Friday, early Friday morning. I'd get up at anywhere between 2 to 3 a.m., sleep two, three hours, get up at two, three AM shower, get ready, shave my head. And my bags were already packed, uh, and drive myself to the airport. You park the car, you take the shuttle or whatever you park in the garage. You, you walk in, do the deal. You check your bags, take a five or 6 AM flight every Friday morning, fly into whatever the first live event was going to be. So say that we were going to be in, in Tampa, Florida for a live event. Uh, and then we were going to be doing TV, like in, we might have TV in, in, in Miami and Orlando or something. And so maybe it's like a Tampa Lake land, Lakeland and some other small, smaller city within uh, Florida. You'd fly into, I'd fly into Tampa. Uh, you'd get your rental car, you go get food, you go right to the show, you go get a workout. in if you have time, depends on what time you land, if you have any delays or anything of that nature, go, you'd get in go to the show, do the show, wrestle, get in the shower, get ready, get your bags, go drive to the next town, three, four, five hours, any given night. Sometimes if you were lucky, it'd only be two, two and a half hours, but typically on average, at least a few hour drive every night. Uh, you get to the to the next town, you get your hotel, you do all that, you know, either at the, the venue, you book all that online yourself, you got to find your hotel. And, and I always traveled alone. I traveled with Daniel Bryan and Cody and Cesaro for a little bit. Uh, and then I, I chose to ride on my own because I like to work out for a lot longer than the other guys like to work out. And I wanted to make sure that I got the food that I wanted to eat. I didn't, I had no, um, I didn't care to negotiate on when trying to get proper nutrition because nobody ate like me at that time. And even, you know, if I had been vegan, like I am now, me and Dan would have had a lot more in common at that point in time. But I just, I had my ways of, I know what I need to do to be successful um, for me. And I want to make sure, and like I said, I'd like to go to the gym and I'd be at the gym for a few hours. And I didn't like to, you know, I, I didn't like to have a set time because if I wanted to sleep another hour and I needed it 
and because I, that was going to make me be my best for the day. Or if I got up early and had energy and was ready to go, I didn't want to have to wait around for a couple hours for other guys to go get food, to do it. Do you know what I mean? It was when you travel with other people, it is, it, I found it to be so stressful compared to just traveling by myself. One, I could listen to audiobooks on business and learn about money and, and all sorts of things on my on my spare time rather than writing. And not saying that the guys were doing this, but a lot of the guys do this, is gossip and whine and complain about everything and the booking and the creative and talk about other people. I had no interest in doing any of that. I just wanted to, to, to quiet my mind. I'm around all the guys all day. I love being around the guys all day, but I need my time alone at that. And, and like I said, the schedule of I want to be able to go work out. And, like, and I thought it, I found it really important. Because on a day-to-day basis, you're dealing with different injuries. And I had all my stuff going on already. And, like, you need, you know, if you wake up and you're tired and you're like, you know what, I'm going to sleep another hour today and I'm going to get – you still get everything in and done because you're not wasting any time waiting for other people. You know, and oftentimes a lot of the guys, if you'd say, okay, we're going to meet in the lobby at at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., we're going to go get breakfast, which you got to decide on that. So that takes time. Right. I mean, I don't want that. Or this is, I want this. And so you got to decide on a place to go get breakfast. Right. You got to, you got to decide, you got to go to the gym. How long in a lot of the guys, they, they worked out for far less than what I did with that. So I just found it to be like not ideal. And then if a guy, you say we're going to meet at 9 a.m., one of the guys oversleeps and he's not ready till 9 45. Right. And that happens, it happens a lot. Or that, or somebody gets a phone call, or it's just like, I just found it. I try to just keep my life as simple and as efficient as possible. And that was why one of the big factors riding alone when I, when I just factored in all that stuff. And it it wasn't because nobody liked me. It wasn't because I didn't like anybody. I'm laughing all the time. I have a great time around people with that. I just look at it overall. It stressed me out for the things that I need to do to be ready each and every day to be my best. <clears throat> let's see. Uh, we've got some interesting people into the chat today. Good to see all of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. No spamming in the chat. You will be shell shocked out of Rybackville. Great question on the traveling though. I always like answering stuff like that, that, uh, good stuff. Hey, Jose, good to see you, buddy. Always nice to see you here at the Ryback Show. I'm doing very well, thank you. What's going on? Good to see all of you guys. Make sure you guys check out. We have all the new merch up at feedmemore.com, as well as all of the Feed Me More Nutrition. You can save 20% with discount code Ryback Show 20 Ryback Show 20 on feedmemore.com. Dot com pop-up kitchen at the palms is the palms back open now i haven't even i know they were gonna i didn't know if they were i believe that they are open now right because that was months ago i saw when they were gonna read they said they were gonna reopen but yeah i'm really curious to see what they're gonna do with wardlow moving forward as well i really want to see uh uh, what what direction he has some some good momentum on his side though no doubt 
They should do a Wardlow. I don't think, unless you're ready, and like, I think you can melt this with him and keep building him. They need to do something where I feel they can get some months out of this. They, but you got to have a payoff of what the what the payoff is going to be. He should do like, and this is just like a he's a big man challenge every week, an open challenge to where they have random the the biggest baddest guys in all of wrestling come take on Wardlow and keep building him up, and uh, until they're ready to to figure out what direction they want to go. Because that the formula that they have is working with him right now, and he has good I, man. He's impressive. I'm in, like I like the power bombs. He's he's doing a really 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 great job, and I'm like it's like, it's I they 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 can do and it'd be, you got to be careful with that, and that you want to protect him, and uh, it's just keep that momentum going with that, and eventually like the you got to know what the end goal is at the end of the day. And then and try to just fill in the, the blanks to get to that point in, in as many different cool creative ways as possible. Yeah, Jose says, what motivates you to stay positive? I almost always have bad days, but at the same time, I realize that these days will get better. Yeah, a lot of it's just mindset, and it, it's making consciously good decisions over time consistently um, and, and always trying to improve. And, you know, life is essentially what we make it. And I think life is is, is filled with, with, with great, great stuff and filled with bad stuff. It's filled with love. It's filled with evil. And all I know is, life is a lot better when we're happy and, and can be loving and right. And, and have a positive mindset more often than not. So it's um, I, and I know that from experience and that I, I strive to try to feel that way as much as possible. It's not realistic. We're going to feel that way all the time. Right. And life is filled with, with, with all sorts of events and all sorts of good and bad in between in between from when we're born to when we die. My thing is, is I want this experience here to be as, as good as possible while I'm here, right? And for many people, if you look, you know, historically throughout the, the, the timeline of life, the one thing that seems to, and again, there's a lot of different things that are out of our control at different times, but the one thing that we can control is our mindset. And happiness exists inside each and every one of our minds, and we just have to, we just have to unlock that. And it's unlocked with, with being grateful for the simple things, uh, and for the love that we have around us or the, you know, and we're all not going to have the same situations. There's people that are born without parents. That doesn't mean that they can't form just as much loving connections and relationships with people or with animals, right? There's all sorts of ways that we can, we can fulfill ourselves, um, and, and by not comparing what other people have and not always easy, not always easy, but that, that, that exists with, inside each and every one of us, if we choose to, to tap into that. Uh, super chat, Brian plays drums. Thank you very much, buddy. I remember Daniel Bryan mentioning how much food you used to eat. Have you reconnected with him recently telling him about your vegan journey? I'm sure he would be thrilled. No, I've not. Uh, I, I like Dan a lot with everything and, and wish Dan all the best. And But I'm not. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't remember the last time. 
I had a couple text messages. I think a lot of you guys get like confused with people and think like guys are like super friends and like, I don't know. Like, I'm not like, I'm not, I, I wouldn't consider me and Daniel Bryan friends. I would consider him an acquaintance that I get along with. Uh, and, and I don't, I, I consider very few people that in wrestling. There's, there's probably two that I would call my friends with that. And the rest are all acquaintances. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very picky with that word on that. Um, but me and Dan always got along and had a good time and whatnot, but. Dan, Dan upset me a lot years ago. He went into Jericho's podcast and spoke out of his ass where he, uh, him and Jericho were just putting over Cody and, uh, and like they were mentioning how Cody was doing things when he'd left. And I'll never forget this. I was in Australia wrestling where, by the way, I made as much money, if not more money than anybody my first couple of years after WWE with that while needing a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement and starting a supplement company from nothing. And wrote a book and had a podcast that did very well the first couple of years, right? With all of that, but throw all that out the window. With that. but the in uh, where Dan, they they just mentioned like how they made sure to take a shot at me in the process, like since leaving WWE, how Cody was doing so good, and like you know Ryback hasn't done anything. And I just remember I, I sat in my, you know, I was listening to the interview. I, I would not I had no idea they were going to go that route. And I remember, I literally, after I heard it, I just picked up my phone. I left him a voice message. And I wanted, I was expecting him to, to, to contact me back and apologize or whatever. And I just said, I go, just say so you're aware of everything going on. And I just, I just explained to him what was going on and needing a five-disc fusion and shoulder replacement and the stuff that was going on with WWE already with all of that. And I was sitting in my hotel room in Wollongong, Australia. And I just remember just thinking, like, why would you do that? What kind of, why would you take a shot at me to put over that guy that you didn't have to, you could just put over that guy for, you like the way that he's doing things, but you're not like, like, it was just odd. It, it didn't need to be done, especially with all the lies that were being put out. And I'll, I'll never forget that with him and that he never apologized. He never said, said anything back and he got, he heard the message with that. But when I, I've texted him a couple of times since and he sent messages back, but it's never, I, I, I don't use that word friend because a friend would not talk about somebody like that. That was was clueless to the situation with it. But that was prior to like the AEW stuff. And all those guys, they were well aware of probably Cody and the Bucks and the connections being made. So it was, hey, let's ball wash this guy at the time. Right. And it's and that's just that's the wrestling business. But I, mean, I was just like, whatever. Man, time works everything out. And and I'm gonna I'll I'll take care of my business and my end of things when, when that time comes. But we've always gotten along, but that pissed me off. That pissed me off pretty significantly at the time because it was it just it didn't need to be done, especially from him. Hello, hello. Let's see here. Rabbi, I don't have a wife, so we'll go ahead and shell shock you out of uh, Rybackville. Did I miss a super chat? Bill, good to see you. Let me see. I'm trying to see where the super chat is, Bill. Uh, there it is. Good to see you, Bill Wild. Thank you very much. How social media hurt the mystique 
uh, has social media hurt the mystique of wrestling? Um, I just think we're just further. I think you got to look at things like this. So we all grew up watching wrestling and I've talked about this before. We all usually started watching wrestling when we were kids, right? So the way that we view things as kids with our child brains, not having a lot of life experience, not knowing things is far different than how we view things as adults. I think we all could agree with that, right? So in that though, but you watch years go by, you've seen things like pro wrestling is kind of just a repetition of doing things over and over and over again with new faces. I think we all could agree with that, right? It's very rare to see something really new and original because it's been done so much. It's really, the longer something goes on, it's like movies. The more movies that are done, it's more and more difficult to come up with, with different movies that are different. Like you got to really like, it's just, there's only so many possibilities and movies have a little bit more options, I would say, than pro wrestling because you're limited within the confines of pro wrestling. So I think that is something we need to be aware of that we, we've experienced a lot of pro wrestling, so we view it a little differently. You know, I'm sure there's a ton of kids that, that or kids that do watch and where they still are excited and very, they view it with their child brains. Now, it is probably different the ones that have social media and can interact more. And I think kids can find out at a younger age that, hey, this is physical acting and entertainment, right? I think so. But I think for adults, we should clearly already know that with that. And it, I just think you have to be you have to be consciously aware of you're going to view things differently when you're younger than when you're older with that. And that's why. But I think there's a lot of people that hold, still watch wrestling and they want to view it as they did when they were kids but they are incapable of viewing it like they did when they were kids because they are no longer kids and they need to grow up, but they are not able to grow up. <laughs> and, and thus they blame pro wrestling for, for everything. <laughs> Ryback psychology. Join me next week. That's what I, I think plays a part with some of it as well. It, it, right. So I don't think social media, I think it's, it, I think if you can control what you I think if you could just watch the shows every week and not get too caught up in the dirt sheets and the people and you can limit you like don't follow the people talking about it as much you can I think you can really still enjoy this stuff. I think though you just have to have more self-control. And it, it's I think you have to be consciously aware enough too that if you choose to read spoilers and things or, or all this other stuff that that is your fault that you're doing that. That's like going to before that's like you know reading you know, a new movie comes out and you you literally read the spoilers on everything that's going to happen in the movie. And then you go watch the movie and you get mad at the producers and the actors and everything because they did what they did, what you read about. And they didn't they didn't they didn't do anything to shock you or surprise you or you, you, you know what I mean? But you're blaming your lack of ability to control what you were watching and seeing to spoiling the event for yourself. And that is what is happening in pro wrestling repeatedly so that people already are reading about what's going to happen on the show. They watch the show, what has happened because it's been spoiled and they couldn't control themselves from reading that. And then they get mad at the wrestlers and then the, and the, and the, and the promoters and, and everything else. I really, I think, so I think it again, has it ruined it? No, people have ruined it. And it, the, there's plenty of people that don't 
do that. They can watch it and enjoy it still. So I think that's, that would be my advice to people that if you find yourself not enjoying one, either don't watch anymore or try to try what I'm telling you. And I think you're going to enjoy it. more. Maybe there's some things you still don't enjoy, but I think you'll be like, Oh, I, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Because you stopped reading about it. Let's see. Hello, hello. Yeah, they're never going to restart the industry on that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and throw a shell shock here. Quick little shell shock out of Rybackville. You're welcome, Michael. I hope you have a great day as well, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. Walter Double W, good to see you, my man. Always a pleasure to see you here on the Ryback Show. Good to see all of you. Thank you. Anything? Let me do one TikTok question before we wrap up tonight's show. I am not Johnny Sins, but thank you very much. He's a little bit older than me. And I'm a little more jacked. Big guy, I think you must return to wrestling. I, I see the comments on that all the time, and I appreciate all the love and support, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. I've got a busy day in front of me here. It was good to hop on early and appreciate you guys all joining me. As always, check out my Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com. Save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 on FeedMeMore.com. And don't forget to check out all the cool new Ryback merchandise. We've got a lot of it up there. We've got more coming. And the new website here, I'm waiting to get the, the final approval on it to go over it. Uh, the new website could be any day, literally now with that. So, so keep checking over on feedmemore.com for all of that. And I'll probably be back uh, for another live tomorrow for one more show to round out this week uh, with everything. Thanks again, guys. And until next time, stay hungry, feed me more.